was out of the Yankee lineup today. His uh, leg tightened up on him in the final game at Baltimore, and he had some difficulty playing in the night game on Friday night and again yesterday. And after taking batting practice this afternoon, uh, he decided against giving it a try, and he will not be in the starting lineup this afternoon. We'll have the starting lineup for you in just a moment. First of all, just a rundown on the other activity in the major leagues this afternoon. We'll give you the starting lineups now. For the Yankees, Bob Thurber will be playing in left field and leading off. Hector Lopez, batting second. Yogi Berra will be batting third. Roger Maris will be in the cleanup spot in right field. Bill Stallon batting fifth, playing first. Gil McDougal will be at third and batting sixth. Cleet Boyer is at short, batting seventh. Bobby Richardson batting eighth at second. And on the mound is Ralph Perry. For the Red Sox, Willie Dazby leading off in center field. Pete Reynolds batting second and playing second. Fred Williams batting third and left. Vic Wirtz in the cleanup spot at first. Gary Geiger batting fifth in right field. Frank Malzone batting sixth in third. Don Budden batting seventh at short. Haywood Sullivan batting eighth and catching and on the mound, Frank Sullivan. Tom Brewer was scheduled to start for the Red Sox, but he came up with a tight elbow and Sullivan was a last-minute change. In case you didn't get the scores from last night, the Tigers beat Kansas City 6-1. And of course, yesterday afternoon, Boston defeated New York here 6-5. White Sox down Cleveland 8-4, and Washington defeated Baltimore 7-2. In the National League last night, the Cardinals defeated the Los Angeles Dodgers 4-3. The Phillies nipped the Pirates 2-1 behind Gene Conley. And in activity yesterday afternoon, the Cubs beat the Giants 7-6 in 12 innings on Ernie Banks' home run, and the Red Legs came from behind to nip Milwaukee in 10 innings, 10 innings 6-5. This afternoon, Paddock and Roberts are scheduled to go in the National League, Pittsburgh at Philadelphia. St. Louis at Los Angeles, Simmons against Williams, Cincinnati at Milwaukee, Turkey against Burdett, Chicago at San Francisco, Cardwell against Odell. The doubleheader at Comiskey Park between Cleveland and Chicago might run into some weather problems. It's raining in Chicago this afternoon. Otherwise, Perry and Sigmund are scheduled to go against Wynn and Shaw. Now, ladies and gentlemen, our national anthem.
Perry for the Red Sox. And for the Yankees, it'll be Ralph Perry and Yogi Berra. Going into this afternoon's game, the Yankees have a three-game lead on the Cleveland Indians, three and a half on the White Sox and four on the Baltimore. Orioles, who are presently in a downward skid. In the National League, the Pirates maintain their five-game edge over the Milwaukee Braves. Seven and a half over the surprising St. Louis Cardinals and eight over the Los Angeles Dodgers. And for the first time in two years, the Giants find themselves in the second division, eight and a half off the pace in fifth place. Following today's game, members of the All-Star team will converge on Kansas City, the first of the two All-Star Classics, tomorrow afternoon, starting at 12.45. Eastern Daylight Time, and then they will be back in New York at Yankee Stadium on Wednesday, and action will resume in the American League on Friday, with the Yankees being at Detroit for a night game, then a afternoon contest Saturday, and a doubleheader on Sunday. And a reminder that the Yankee Stadium ticket office is open today, 9 to 5. The first pitch to serve is in for a strike, and here's Mel Allen. Serve batting 253. Next pitch is swung on, bounced to third, Malzona, but it's a throw on to first in time and is one away. One up and one down. Frank Sullivan, who has a record of three and ten this year. Pitching now to Hector Lopez, batting 306. Sully to the wind up, the pitch in there for strikes. Games Sully lost was uh, real close. Two to one, four to three, six to five. Now the one strike pitch to Lopez. Curveball over, strike two. Hector hitting 306. No balls, two strikes. two-strike pitch on its way. Swung on and grounded foul down the third baseline. The six-foot-seven, 210-pound, 30-year-old Frank Sullivan. He has relieved twice against New York this year. Next pitch is fouled off. Count remains two strikes. Handle to the wind up the delivery. It's curve outside, and the count is one and two. Larry Knapp at the plate, Frank Umon at first, Cal Drummond at second, Charlie Berry at third. The umpires. Here's the pitch, and Lopez swings and misses. Strike three. Two away. Now Yogi Berra coming up, hitting 293. Roger Maris on deck. Pitch is a curveball high and inside. Ball one. One ball, no strike. Next delivery. Curveball over. Strike one. One and one. 
last uh, appearance was July 7th. Here's the delivery. Low outside for a ball. Who's had some good rest? Next pitch is swung on and fouled off to the left of the plate. He only went five innings. Now the delivery. Low and inside for a ball. Three and two. Should have said he had uh, a little more rest than he may have thought, in that he only worked five innings on uh, July 7th. The 3 2 pitch swung on and fouled off to the right of the plate. Full count now. Here's the pitch. Let up curve line foul down the right field line. Count remains three and two. Once again, the payoff pitch, and Barrow swings it to foul deep down the right field line out of play. Again, the delivery swung on as a drive into left center. Against the fence, Yogi turns first, heads for second. Tasby's throw, not in time. Yogi's in there with a double off the left center field fence. Barra, who had a pinch hit homer in the ninth inning, actually doubles to left center. Now Roger Maris hitting 325, stepped up. Two out. Sullivan to the stretch, and the pitch to Raj is inside, ball one. One ball, no strike. Sullivan to the stretch, and the pitch to Maris is in there for a strike, one and one. And the delivery. Swung on, hit foul down the right field line, out of play. Got out in front of that one too much. A one-two count on Maris. Two away with Barron on second. Set delivers, and the pitch is low. Ball two, two-two. Two balls, two strikes. Now the pitch. Swung on and missed strike three. Got him on a let-up curve. No runs, one hit, no errors, and one left on. Two strikeouts for Sullivan. At the end of the first half, the first inning, New York nothing and Boston coming to bat. And we're going to bat for the Christopher Fresher Valentine Beer. 
everywhere you go every day, more and more folks are asking the man for Valentine. And when a beer is that popular, it just figures that it's got to be the best. And that's the crisper pressure all the way. Valentine's the light beer with true lager flavor. It proves the beer can be truly light and still give you all the honest-to-goodness lager beer flavor you want. So if you enjoy the best, you'll enjoy the one beer that delivers both lightness and flavor. Valentine beer, the crisp refresher. Ralph Terry on the mound for the Yankees. Terry's last start was July 5th at Washington. A game the Yankees lost in the 10th inning and Dittmar was charged with the defeat. Terry pitched a great six innings in that game and then began to weaken. Ralph has a record of four and three. One and nothing against the Red Sox this season. Seven and four lifetime. He beat Boston 5-4 June 5th. Williams having Homer off of him that day. admission and uh, bleacher seats will go on sale at their respective gates at 10 a.m. Wednesday morning for the Major League All-Star game to be played at the stadium Wednesday. It'll start at 1 o'clock. The general admission seats are 420. There are 14,000 bleacher seats that go on sale at 10 a.m. at 210 apiece for the All-Star game. Guy Lombardo and his Royal Canadians will... Uh, play a concert uh, beginning at 12 noon. Willie Tasby at bat. Hitting 254. Right-hand hitter, Runnels and Williams to follow. Ralph Terry's pitch, swung on and foul back, strike one. Nothing in one. pitch inside ball one one and one the Yankees uh, lineup realignment due to the uh, absence of Kubek and Mantle both uh, in uniform but ailing has served and left Lopez and right Maris and center Boyer at short McDougal at third the delivery to Tasby high ball two two and one the wind is blowing out toward left today Sometimes it switches. Now the pitch, and Tasby swings, and there's a drive to deep left field. That ball is going, going, gone. A home run for Willie Tasby. <laughs> Willie Tasby collecting his second homer of the series and his third of the season, and his 14th run batted in. Coming up is Pete Runnels, hitting 322. One to nothing, Boston. One batter, one hit, one run. Jerry's delivery to Runnels is in there for a strike. Nothing and one.
comes the next pitch. The count high and inside. A 1-1 one -one count. Billy Herman coaching at third and Rudy York at first. The next delivery. Swung on and fouled off out of play to the left of the plate. One ball, two strikes. delivery. Swung on and fouled off again in the same spot, just a little higher. Count remains one and two on Pete Ronalds, who was voted by his fellow players in the American League as a starter at second base in the All-Star game. Nelson Fox will also appear. Jerry delivers and Ronalds swings and lines it foul down the left field line. Hitting 322. The 1 2 pitch. Ronald swings and hits another foul down the left field line out of play. He's got his eye on the ball. Again, the pitch. Swung on line out over second in the center for a base hit. Maris up for the ball, throws back in, and Ted Williams is coming up. Batting 347. takes it outside for ball two. Two and nothing. Hitting 302. 
swing and a hot bat. Williams' 1975th walk. Second to Ruth in lifetime based on balls. Ralph Terry delivers to Bickworth, who takes it for a strike. Runnels on second, Williams on first. Nobody out and one run in. Ford uh, has been uh, warming up. Again, I don't know whether for purposes of this game or just limbering up for the future. Here's the delivery. Swung on, it's a high pop-up into uh, short left. Serve comes in and makes the catch. One away. Works. Pops out to serve just beyond uh, Boyer. And here's Gary Geiger hitting 305. Came with Works in the deal for, uh, for Jimmy Kersall from Cleveland. Started out as a pitcher. And they decided he'd make uh, a better uh, performer or a good performer playing every day. He won 20 and lost 7 in his first year as a pitcher. Left-hand batter, the pitch is inside for a ball. He's got good speed, good power. Runnels on second, Williams on first and one out. One run in, first inning. lead away. Ralph Terry's pitch to Geiger is in there for a strike. One and one. Curveball. Terry ready. Here's the delivery. And it's a curve inside for ball two. Two and one. York coaching at first base goes over to say something to Williams while Barry goes out to talk to Terry. Billy Herman coaching at third. Geiger swung on and fouled off to the left of the plate. Strike two, two, two. Ford had stopped throwing. Now he's starting to throw again. Two balls, two strikes. delivery. Geiger swings and drives a liner into center. Maris goes back and takes it. The runners hold up. Geiger lines out to Maris. With two away, up comes Frank Malzone. Now, uh, Ralph Houck had started out thinking it was the third out. He started to run out and run to the first base coach's box. Casey grabbed him by the arms. Come on back here. Another out to go. 
Calzone steps in, right-hand batter, hitting 256. Two on and two out. One run in. A stretch by Terry. The pitch to Malzone is low outside for a ball. A one-nothing count. Pete Ronald moves off second. Ted Williams off first. Terry into the stretch. Here's the pitch to Malzone, and it is inside for ball two, two and nothing. Don Button on deck. A two nothing count on Malzone. to the stretch. The runners lead away from first and second bases. Here's the pitch. Malzone takes the curve over. Strike one. Two and one. Two balls. One strike. The runners lead away. And the pitch changeup is last to third. A line drive caught by McDougal. And the side's retired. One run on Tasby's leadoff homer. One, uh, two hits, no errors, and two left on. Ten to the first inning. The Red Sox won, and the Yankees nothing. The All-Star game at Yankee Stadium will start at 1 o'clock Wednesday. Voted by the players, the National League will line up with Crandall catching, Adcock at first, Mazeroski second, Matthews third, Bank short, Skinner left, May center, Aaron and right. And the American League, voted by the players, will have Barra catching, Scarron first, Ronald second, Malzone third, Hanson short, Minosa left, Mantle center, and Maris and right. The other players selected by the managers in the National League, Buell, Faye's friend, Henry, Jackson, Law, McCormick, McDaniels, Padres, Stan Williams, the pitchers, catchers, Bailey, Burgess, Boyer, uh, uh, Bailey and Burgess, rather, and then uh, Boyer, Grote, Larker, Neal, Tony Taylor, among the infielders, White, who plays both infield outfield, Cepeda, Clementi, Pinson, and Stan Musial. And in the American League, Bell, Stigman, Coates, Ford, Daly, Estrada, Larry, Mumbuquet, Staley, and Wynn, the pitchers. Howard and Lawler, the catchers. Aparicio, Fox, Power, Robinson, Gentile, the infielders. Williams, Kaline, Keene, Smith, and Lemon, the outfielders. So you be there next Wednesday at 1. Bill Scarron, leading off in the second, takes high for a ball. Remember the... Uh, Tickets, a reserve ticket to go on sale 9 o'clock Wednesday morning. Moose swings and sends a high fly ball. Williams just standing there. That ball is going, going, gone way over the left field screen for a home run. Bill Scarron hits one over the left field screen to tie up the ball game. Moose is 12th over and 53rd run batted in. Gil McDougal. Hitting 262. 
Sullivan's pitch in there for a strike. Nothing in one. Frank Sullivan's pitch. Gill swings and grounds it to short. Button up with it. Flips on to Bickworth's in time. And there's one away. I was about to say that the all-star reserve seats are available today at the Yankee Stadium ticket office open until 5 o'clock. All the Yankee ticket outlets tomorrow and Tuesday. And they go on sale 9 a.m. the morning of the game at the stadium. Reserve, uh, rather, the uh, general admission bleacher seats go on sale at 10 o'clock. 420 general admission, 14,000 bleacher seats at 210. Cleet Boyer takes low for a ball. Frank Sullivan, working fast, delivers outside. Ball two. Boyer hitting 233. Sully's next pitch. It's in there. Strike one, two and one. Here's the two-one pitch. Boyer swings and lines it off the glove of Malzone. He picks it up. The throw to first base. Safe. It scores the base hit for Boyer. A low liner off the glove of Malzone. Up comes Bobby Richardson. Hitting 256. Yankees one, Red Sox one. Sullivan delivers to Bobby. High ball one. Ralph Terry to follow. Bobby steps out now, looks at Cressetti. Bobby uh, has a depth at the hit and run. There's a throw over to first, also good bunner. There's another throw over, and Boyer's back. all set and the pitch is outside two balls no strikes Richardson has another look at Crow and the pitch is over strike one two and one curveball Sullivan has uh, great height and a great motion Delivers everything. If he's going to really overpower you, and he'll pull the string here and there. Now the pitch swung on and hit foul off of first base, out of place. A two-two count on Bobby Richardson. Sullivan de delivers, and Bobby swings and fouls it off. He was trying to hit that one to right field. Got a lot of room between Works and Runnels. Runnels has to shade him over towards second. He's about two, three strides to the right of the bag. While Works, of course, has to hold against the runner. Now the 2-2 pitch to Richardson. Swung on and missed. Strike three. Him a real good curveball. Third strikeout for Sullivan. And here's Ralph Terry. Who's had one hit in 30 times at bat this year for a 33 average? 0 3 3. 
Chapman pitching to Ralph. Strike one. Ralph up there batting left-handed now. He's trying it. He tried it uh, last year a few times. See if he could improve his hitting. Here's the pitch, and it's over. Strike two. Nothing in two. No balls, two strikes, two outs. Sullivan ready. And the pitch is swung on and lined to left field for a base hit. Williams takes it on the hop. Boyer goes to second. Boyer turns around and looks at Terry at first base with this great look of amazement on his face. And, of course, that's a rib. No balls and two strikes, which is uh, a mistake many pitchers sometimes make on a poor hitter. Well, we'll just flip this one by. It only proves again you got to bear down everybody. Here's Bob Serve up. Grounded to third in the first inning. Here's the pitch. Outside, ball one. Boyer on second. Terry on first and two away. One all, second inning. Sully's pitch. Outside for ball two. Two nothing. delivers and Bob serves takes it over the inside corner for a strike two and one of course you can uh, turn it around off and you see some of the real good hitters with no balls and two strikes and a pitcher will flip one right down the middle on so they don't figure that they'll throw it down there and they're caught with the bat on the shoulder here's the pitch to serve swung on and smashed the third up with it is Malzone the throw to Runnels in time a hard shot by Malzone on the first top. Results in a fourth out at second on Terry. One run for New York, three hits. The homer by Scourin leading off the inning, counted for the run. No Red Sox errors and two Yankees left on. At the end of an inning and a half, Yankees won, Red Sox won. <laughs>
of the 1-1 ball game. Bottom third with the Red Sox order. Don Button, Haywood Sullivan, and Frank Sullivan. Ralph Terry to the windup and the pitch to Button. Curveball over. Strike one. One strike. And the next pitch, fastball is bounced out towards second. Backhanded by Richardson. Back to the bag. The throw too late. Base hit for Button. Bobby backhanded the ball behind second, but had no steam behind his throw, which had to be delivered off balance, and Button beats it. Button was hitting 260. Here's Haywood Sullivan. Hadn't been in too many games, batting 159. Big, tall, raw-boned right-hand batter. Button leading away from first. Terry to the stretch. And the pitch. Strike call, fastball. Ford is loosening up some more. Pitch is swung on. There's a smash through in the center for a base hit. Button stops at second. Haywood Sullivan singles to center, sending Button to second. And Frank Sullivan will be coming up. He's had two for 25, hitting 0 8 0. Could be that Ford's warming up to come in if he's needed. Sullivan singles to center, sending Button to second. Four hits off Terry. McDougal and Scarron shorten up, looking for the punt. Here comes Scarron charging, and the ball is punted. Play has to be to first base. Perry to Richardson. The sacrifice. Moving arms up the base each. Button to third and Haywood Sullivan to second. It was very nearly a perfect bunt. Now here's Willie Tasby. Who hit a home run in the first inning. With Pete Runnels on deck. Yankees one, Red Sox one. Scarron is in close at first. McDougal is third, the other two men deep. Here's the pitch to Tasby. Outside, ball one. third and Haywood Sullivan on second. One out. Here's the pitch to Tasby. Swung on and hit the left field for a base hit. Scoring button. Here's the throw holding Haywood Sullivan at third. And it's two to one Boston. Tasby lines a single to left to drive in his second run. And 15 the season. 
with Pete Reynolds coming up. And Casey's on the top step for the dugout. Five hits off Terry and an inning in the third. identification. WOKO, Albany. Whitey Ford coming in for the 15th time this year. He beat the Orioles 5-2 on July 6th. This is Whitey's first relief chore of the season. And a record of 5-5. Five and five. And Ralph Terry, who pitched a uh, brilliant ball for some six innings uh, into the seventh against Washington, leads early. that the general admission 420 seats and 14,000 bleacher seats at 210 will go on sale at their respective gates at 10 o'clock the morning of the All-Star Game at Yankee Stadium. The game will start at 1 o'clock. Meantime, the ticket windows open at Yankee Stadium today until 5 o'clock for your shopping convenience. Whitey will face. With Haywood Sullivan on third and Willie Tasby on first. And the Red Sox out in front. Two to one. The Red Sox won the first two games of the series, eight to nothing and six to five. Yogi uh, says something to Whitey and we're all set to resume play. Third, the pitch to Reynolds is outside ball one. 
the stretch. Check the runners. Here's the pitch, and Ronald picks inside. Ball two, two and nothing. Two balls, no strikes. Throw over to third, and Sullivan just gets back. Whitey just suddenly whips the throw over. Runners lead away from first and third. The pitch to Ronalds. In there, strike one, two and one. Outfield shaded a little toward left. Runners lead away from first and third. The pitch and Ronald swings and fouls it off to the left of the plate. Strike two, two, two. Ball hit the mask and plate umpire Larry Knapp. Two strikes. One out, one run in. Haywood Sullivan on third and Willie Tasby on first. Ford gets Yogi Stein into the stretch. The runners lead away. And the pitch swung on and missed. Strike three. Now coming up is Theodore Samuel Williams, who walked in the first inning, batting 347. beyond first. In comes the pitch, and it's inside. Ball two, two and nothing. A two-nothing count on Ted. Whitey ready. Here's the pitch, and it's outside for ball three, three-nothing. strikes two out two on Whitey all set to work in comes the pitch and it's low ball four and that loads them up Tansby moves to second Williams to first Haywood Sullivan on third and up to the plate comes Vic Work who flies to left field in the first inning second inning. The stretch by Ford. The pitch to work. Swung on and missed. Strike one. Nothing in one. Hey, 
Wood Sullivan on third, Willie Taz beyond second, Ted Williams on first. The wind up by four. Around comes the left arm. The pitch in there. Strike two. Fastball. Nothing in two. Wirt steps out of the box for a moment. Guys back in. Whitey gets the sign. Three men lead away the wind up. Here's the pitch. Swung on. There's the drive to deep center. Harris going back toward the wall. And the ball is up into the beaches for a grand slam homer by Fitzwood. Terry's single, but uh, got serve out in the inning. 
In case of work, the base is loaded. He hit the grand slammer. Hector Lopez up. Takes the ball outside as we play in the third inning. Six to one in favor of Boston. One ball, no strike. Now the pitch. It's in there, one and one. Lopez struck out in the first inning. Here's the pitch. Swung on, a ground ball hit off the glove of Malzone in the left field for a base hit. Malzone broke to his left and got the glove on the ball. It's uh, caromed off. Button was uh, flashing over to his right. I don't know whether he would have gotten it or not. Single to left for Hector Lopez, and here's Barra, who doubled in the first inning. The record for most uh, career grand slams is 23, held by Lou Gehrig. Ernie Banks at five in one year for a seasonal record. Yogi takes a fastball for a strike. Red Sox six, Yankees one, first to the third. Sullivan ready. They pitch to Yogi. Swung on and popped up into the air and foul ground. Works moving on Ridolf first base and makes the catch. One down. Here's Roger Maris who struck out in the first inning. One on, one out. Six to one Boston. To the third. Sullivan's pitch to Roger. Swung on as a hard shot off the glove of Ronald. He can't find the ball. Throws to first and started to throw to first and throw anywhere. Actually, I believe he'd have started to throw to second. He might just have gotten Lopez. It's an error. Charged to Ronald. It's a hard shot that bounced off his glove and then behind him. Bill Scarron up. He hit a home run in the second inning to account for the Yankees' run. Two on and one out. Sully delivers and Moose takes the strike. The fastball. McDougal on deck. Sullivan's pitch. It's down the first baseline on a check swing. Two strikes. delivers and Scarron takes it low. A 2-2 count on the moose.
the 2-2 pitch. Swung on as a ground ball into right field for a base hit. Lopez round third comes in to score. On the third goes Maris, the throw from Geiger, and it is 6-2. And the signal goes out to the Red Sox bullpen. Garen singles to right, driving in uh, both of the Yankee runs. Scoring Lopez, sending Maris to third. Garen has now driven in 54 runs. Gil McDougal grounded to short in the second inning. First and third, and the pitch is outside, ball one. One ball, no strike. Here's the delivery, and it's inside, ball two. And the pitch to Gill swung on the ground ball hit to short button over to Reynolds for one and that's all as Maris crosses the plate button to Reynolds forcing Scarron an RBI for Gill and that makes it six to three. Dougal's 19th run batted in, and here is Cleet Boyer to single off Malzone's glove in the second inning. Pitch to Boyer, in there for a strike. delivers to Boyer. Over. Strike two. Nothing in two. Now the pitch. Swung on and fouled off right above it. Muffet's warming up in the bullpen for the Red Sox. Here's the pitch. Swung on, lined into center for a base hit. McDougal stops at second. Willie Tasby throws into Button. And it brings up Bobby Richardson. The Yankees have had seven hits in two and two-thirds innings. One run came in on a homer. Now Sal Magley's out of the dugout. Richardson do up. Red Sox six, Yankees three, first of the third. Magley is the Red Sox pitching coach. Right-hander Billy Muffet. 
warming up. And we're going to have him come in. Sullivan worked two and two-thirds innings, giving up seven hits. Didn't walk anybody. Struck out three. coming in. He came up from Minneapolis the other day, marked a good game for the Red Sox against Washington. Uh, I say the other day, he's been a bit. He first worked on uh, June the 25th. Has a record of one and one. He beat Washington July 7th, four to two. Came up through the Cardinal farm system. Had a seven and eight record with the Cardinals in 57 and 58, and last year was four and four at Minneapolis. He's a six foot, 193 pound, 28 year old right hander from Epps, Louisiana. Frank Sullivan departs. continue their road engagement playing the Tigers in Detroit and then the Indians in Cleveland returning to Yankee Stadium Friday night July the 22nd Saturday afternoon the 23rd a ladies day and a doubleheader on Sunday the 24th then the Cleveland Indians come into the stadium Tuesday night the 26th the 27th state an afternoon game has been rescheduled as an afternoon doubleheader uh, three rained out games with the Indians at the stadium. That'll make up for one of them. The 28th appears as an open date, and that will be filled in with a night game with Cleveland on Thursday night, the 28th. Then the A's follow in on Friday night, the 29th, Saturday, the 30th, and they'll be ahead of Sunday, the 31st. Detroit is in Tuesday night, August 1st, and the afternoon of August 2nd. And the rained out game with Detroit will be played on Tuesday night, August the 2nd. So it'll be two separate admissions, a day game and a night game. Another night game with Detroit on Wednesday the 3rd. Billy Muffet, all set to work. Bobby Richardson struck out in the second inning. There's two outs and two in. Red Sox lead 6-3. to three. Muffet's pitch, low outside, ball one, curveball. Johnny James warming up for New York. The right-hander set, and the pitch to Richardson. Swung on, and the ground ball hit out to second. Funnels up with it, throws on to Works, and the side's retired. Two runs for New York. Three hits. One error, which is costly for the Red Sox. And two Yankees left on. At the end of two and a half innings of play, the Red Sox six, the Yankees three. Like the 
Maine to Florida. It's the last half of the third inning. Frank Malzone, Don Budden, and Haywood Sullivan coming up. Malzone lined out the third in the first inning. Whitey Ford in the relief of Ralph Perry. Swings to the windup. Around comes the left arm. The pitch. Curveball over. Strike one. Nothing and one the count. Here's the pitch to Malzone. Low outside for a ball. One and one. delivery to the right-hand hitter. Malzone swings, hits it off the glove for Ford, out towards second. Richardson up with it, throws the first in time. It seemed to have touched the glove of Ford. And the official scorer saw it that way, so that Ford gets an assist, and it's scored 1-4-3. Now down Button. Button singled in the second inning. Right-hand hitter, six to three, Boston. It's the last of the third. Ford's pitch swung on and fouled back up onto the netting, up onto the screen. One strike. And the one-strike pitch. Low curve is fouled off behind the plate. Strike two, nothing in two. Here's the two-strike pitch. Swung on and fouled down the first baseline. He didn't really swing. He tried to check it. Johnny Blanchard uh, sitting up here watching the game after his workout. John, you know, had to go to the hospital and had to be put on disabled list for 30 days. A two-strike delivery to Button. High outside, ball one, one and two. A one-two count. Red Sox leading six to three. It's the last of the third. Two pitch. High, two two. High and away. Wide into the windup, and the pitch is low and inside for ball three. Full count. Three balls, two strikes. Deep to left, serves going to get under it and makes the catch. Mudden flies out to serve. With two down, Haywood Sullivan steps in. He's single to center in the second inning.
Whitey goes for the windup. And the pitch is low outside. Ball one, one ball, no strikes. The one nothing delivery, fastball outside, ball two. Nothing pitch. Swung on and missed. Low curve. Had him out in front. Two and one. The two one delivery. No, another slow curve, but it's low. Ball three. Three and one. One pitch. High ball four. Sullivan walks. And that brings up Billy Muppet. Muppet's nothing for eight. Tires aside, no runs, no hits, no errors, and one left. At the end of three innings, the Red Sox six runs, six hits, one error, three left on. The Yankees three runs, seven hits, no errors, and five men left on base. Bill Rizzuto is coming on over to sit in with you for the rest of the day as we move to the television side. But in the meantime, let me remind you that there's one beer that delivers both lightness and flavor, and that's Valentine beer. The light beer with true lager flavor. Frosty cool Valentine beer. The crisp refresher. Washington leading Baltimore one to nothing in the two and a half. Cleveland, Chicago delayed in the start of its doubleheader because of rain. About to get underway with Perry and Wynn. Detroit, Kansas City later. In the National League, Pittsburgh leading the Phils 2 to nothing end of three and a half. Haddix and Roberts. Cincinnati at Milwaukee. Perky and Burdett. St. Louis at Los Angeles. Chicago at San Francisco starting a little later on. And now we're ready to go in the fourth inning and Phil Rizzuto will be coming right over after we pause for station identification. 1460 on the radio dial. This is Quality Modern, WOKO. Albany, New York, 21 minutes before 3. Hi, everybody. We're ready to go here in the top of the fourth. The first pitch to Whitey Ford is low inside, ball one. Billy Muppet out on the mound for the Red Sox. Took over for Frank Sullivan. Whitey up for his first time in the ball game. Ralph Terry had singled his only time at that. The next pitch a little bit low. One and one on Whitey.
pitch outside, ball two. Two them on. This Muppet doesn't take much time between pitches. Oh, the phone, the scoreboard. Uh, one has three and one, the other one has two and one. Pitch is a strike call. Whitey is batting 111. He's three for 27. Two runs batted in. The pitch outside. He lost him. Whitey gets the base on balls. To start off the top of the fourth inning, the Yankees trail 6-3. Here's Bob Serve, who is leading off playing left field today. Mickey Mantle's knee bothering him quite a bit today. He didn't start. Roger Maris is out in center field. Serve has been up twice and bounced to third base both times. Pickworth playing in back of the runner at first. Here's the stretch. The pitch is swung at a missed strike one. Serve went after a sidearm curveball, didn't get it. deck is Hector Lopez. Again the stretch. The pitch is right over strike two. That was a fastball. Serve thought it was a little low and says so to play on fire Larry Knapp. Nothing in two on serve. The stretch the two strike pitches. Strike three swinging. He foul tipped it but it was held on by the catcher Haywood Sullivan. Muffet gets his first strike out of the ball game. And brings up Hector Lopez, who struck out single to left field. He scored once. Serve talking with Lopez now. Hector wants to know what Muffet throws. The Yankees have not seen Muffet. Serve giving him uh, whatever he has learned up at the plate in his one time at bat against Muffet. Four is at first with one away. Deck Yogi Berra. Here's a stretch by the right-hander. His pitch is a little bit outside ball one. Again, Muppet sets. Curve is over. Strike one, one and one. The pitch is a curve on the inside corner. Strike two. One ball, two strikes. One ball, two strikes, one out. Buddy Ford, real short lead off first base. Dick Worth playing in back of the runner. Here's the pitch. It's hit on the ground at third. Malzone off with a ghost to Reynolds for one. Back to first. Double play as Vic Worth gets it out of the dirt. And that was a long double play as Malzone caught the ball in back of third. A long throw to second and a long throw to first base in the dirt. And for the Red Sox, their 80th double play of the year. For the Yankees in the top of the fourth, no runs, no hits, no Red Sox. There is nobody left. The score at the end of three and a half innings, the Red Sox six and the Yankees three.
It'll be the top of the Red Sox batting order facing Whitey Ford. Willie Tasby, who homered in the first inning, high up on the screen in deep left center field, and then singled in the second inning to drive in his second run of the ball game. He's also scored once. Tasby came over from Baltimore. Right-hand hitter choked up on the bat. Whitey Ford ready out on the mound. Gets the sign from Yogi Berra. Whitey then turns around, looks at his defense. Here's the windup. Fastball is a little low ball one. Yankees have serve and left Maris in center and Lopez in right because of the injury to Mantle's knee. Casey had to switch his outfield. Curveball is over, strike one, one and one. And on the infield, Casey had to make a couple of moves because Kubek's knee is bothering him. So McDougal's at third and Boyer at short. Richardson at second, Scarron at first. Barra catching and Ford pitching. 1-1 one, one pitch, inside, and low ball two, two and one. On deck, Pete Runnels. Here's a 2-1 delivery, slow curve, hit deep to left field, and this one is off the wall. Barry fields it on, two bounces, it gets away from him. Tasby's going into second base with a double. Boy, that Willie Tasby is really hitting that ball. single left and now a line double off the left field wall. Third try to feel that ball barehanded as it carried back off the wall and it just skidded off his fingers, enabling Tasby to get into second base. Here's Pete Runnels who singled and struck out. Willie Tasby, three for three on the day. A single, a double, and a homer. Pitch to Runnels, curve high. Pete ran up as though to bunt that ball. McDougal was charging in. On deck is Ted Williams. into the stretch position. Slow curve, bunted down the first baseline, and Scourin makes the play easily, but Tasby easily moves to third as Runnels sacrifices. And here comes Ted Williams. He bunted that ball a little too hard. If it had been a little slower, he'd have had himself a base hit. Whitey Ford now talking with third base umpire Charlie Berry. Hey, wait a minute, what's the story? They're debating the play as to whether Scarin had complete possession of the ball. It had rolled up in his arm and crooked between the break and his right arm. Frank Umont says that he had the ball. Charlie Berry, the third base umpire, talking with Larry Knapp, the plate umpire. If, in their judgment, Scarron did not have complete possession of the ball, Runnels would have been safe at first base. But after it lodged in Scarron's elbow, it rolled down. We saw him grab it with his bare hand. Ted Williams about it. Ted's been up twice, walked twice. He scored once in the ball game. Asby is at third with one away. The Yankee infield has been pulled in now for a possible play at the plate. Here's the wind-up by Whitey. Side-on, fastball is over. Strike one call. Boy, Williams can hit those hard line drives and hard ground balls with overspin. 
it's dangerous to be this close to the infielders. The curveball is outside, one and one. On deck is Vic Worth. Whitey takes a check at Tasby, leading off third. Pitch is a curve way outside, ball two, two and one. Continues at the beginning of school. The strike one for Well, this market pitch is quick. Yogi was not ready that time. One of the few times that I can ever remember, and Yogi was talking with plate umpire Larry Knott. Muffet takes very little time between pitches. He takes no windup at all. The curve is pop foul coming back out of play. Nothing in two on Yogi. Of course, the Yankees, after a while, will be stepping out on Muffet. He does not take any time between pitches. That's the way he gets his rhythm. And once the batter starts stepping out on him, it'll kind of slow him up a little and throw him off. 
two-strike pitch. High outside, ball one. One ball, two strikes. Johnny Blanchard, who is not uniform today, sitting up here, has played against Billy Muffet quite often, tells us that Muffet is sneaky fast. Gives the impression of throwing it easy, but the ball is up on him. This is a curve outside, two and two. Also got a good center and a knuckleball. Roger Maris is on deck. Here's a 2-2 two -two pitch. Outside ball three. Full count on Yoke. Muffet was trying to hit him after getting the first two pitches over for strike. The payoff pitch is hit on the ground at second base. Pete Ronald's coming in for the high hop. Goes to work in time to get Yogi. That'll bring up Roger Maris, who struck out in the first inning and reached on an error in the third after he hit a hard hit ball that Ronald just about got his glove on. Line deck, Bill Scarlett. Seven to three, the Red Sox lead. Pitch to Maris is low, ball one. The one nothing pitch is right over, strike one, one and one. Like I said, you can't take the eye off Muffet for a second. Puts the ball, holds it about belt high, and then pitches. Change up five back on the screen. One ball, two strikes. Ready. His pitch to Maris is outside. Ball two, two and two. Here's the two, two pitch. It's outside. Ball three, three and two. <laughs> Muffet steps back to get the rosin back. Ready now for the payoff pitch tonight. There it is, and it's a little bit high ball four as he tried to curve him on a 3-2 pitch. That's the second walk given up by Muffet. And it brings up Bill Starr, who's two for two, is driven in two runs. He homed, leading off the top of the second, and a single right field of Jaguar Hector Lopez in the third inning. The Moose now has 54 runs started in. Here's a stretch by Muffet. The pitch is down inside ball one. Work was not holding Roger too close, and Roger took a real big lead that time. Just playing in back of the runner. One away. Here's a stretch. The pitch high inside ball two. Two or nothing. Gil McDougall. The stretch and the pitch is a curve hit. Deep to left, there's another homer for Stowers. This one's going all the way out of the ballpark. And across the street. And it moves hit that one. Completely out of Fenway Park. And it's now a 7-5 ball game. 
driven in four runs. And four moves to second home of the game. His 13th of the year. He now has 56 runs batted in. And uh, he would love to play in this spot. Doesn't want to leave the Yankees, but I mean, this would be nice for him to play 77 games. Sullivan out to the mound. It's off with Muppet. Bill McDougall, who uh, bounced to short twice. He was giving credit for an RBI on one of his ground balls to shortstop. One out to pitch to Gill. Slow curve over, strike one call. Curve outside, one and one. Here's the one-one delivery. Smoker has swung it and missed. Strike two. One ball, two strikes on Gill. One out and nobody on. Next is a curve low outside. Two and two. Two pitch. Hit high and deep to left field. 
Wiggins going back in front of the wall and makes it. That's just in front of the wall. It looks for a second like that ball might carry. But I guess Freed hit it off the end of the bat. Didn't quite get the good wood on it. And for the Yankees in the top of the fifth inning, two runs. On one basis, Garland's second home run of the ball game. No Red Sox errors and nobody left to score at the end of four and a half innings. The Red Sox seven and the Yankees five. Right, Joe? You know, friends, at a traffic light, you can often tell if your car isn't performing up to par. Maybe it stalls frequently, or idles up, or possibly doesn't have any pickup when the light changes. Well, this could mean a dirty carburetor, something that can happen to any car, old or new. You see, exhaust fumes and other air contaminants get by your air cleaner and build up as deposits inside the carburetor of your car. And these troublesome deposits can cause an improper mixture of air and gasoline. And the result? Rough performance and actual gasoline waste. But thanks to new Atlantic Imperial gasoline, you now can keep your carburetor clean without even raising the hood. Atlantic Imperial cleans your carburetor as you drive, doing a, a complete job in just a few thousand miles. So to end stalling, rough idling, and gasoline waste due to a dirty carburetor, use Atlantic Imperial. It's the gasoline that cleans your carburetor and keeps it clean. Larry not dusting off home plate. Now go back from left-handed. Forge curve high inside again. Ball two, two or nothing. Nobody warming up in either bullpen now. Muffet was in a little danger of being taken out. Fastball is fouled back out of play. Two balls, one strike. Friday into the windup. Side on fastball, hit far right in the Red Sox dugout. Two and two. Wants an exchange of baseballs. Here's a 2 2 pitch curveball hit high in the air, deep to right field. Lopez going back, back in front of the bullpen and makes the catch just in front of the Red Sox bullpen in deep right center field. And the balls are flying out there today with that wind blowing out. Brings up Frank Maldron, who lined his third baseman and then bounced out. Hit one off Whitey's glove that Richardson fielded and back at second and was thrown out on a close play. And that's 0 for 2 for Frank. Whitey's curveball is in there, strike one call. This one hit high in the air to left field. Now it's digging over to his right, and he can't get it off the wall. Now Zone is going around first. He's coming around second. He's going to try for third. Here's third throw. It's wide, and now draws him with a triple. Roger Maris hit that brick wall fairly hard as he made a 
desperation leap for the ball. And it picked away from Maris, and before Serge could retrieve it, in left center field, Malzon is on at third with a triple. The third hit off Whitey Ford, and for Malzon, that's his first triple of the year. So with one out, the Red Sox are threatening again. They lead in the ballgame 7-5. Don Button, who beat out an infield single and fly to left field to batter. The infield playing in for a play at the plate. Here's Ford into the windup. Best ball in the dirt gets away from Yogi, but not too far. Yogi blocked it with his body and it kicked about six feet in front of the plate. Ball one. Each team now with eight base hits. But the Red Sox lead seven to five. Frank Malzone at third base with one away. He looks at Malzahn. Now the windup. Double pump that time. He pitched the button. Is hit in the ground. Is short. Malzahn does not come in. Boy, is throw to first in time to get button. And the reason why he took that double pump, he wanted to see if Malzahn was going to break. And if possible, the Red Sox might have had the squeeze play on. Smart play by Whitey. And button bounces out to short. That makes it two away. Malzahn still at third base. The infield now moves back. Here's Haywood Sullivan with single to center field and walk. Big right-hand hitting catcher. Whitey's curve is a low inside, ball one. James is getting up in the anti bullpen. Pitch to Sullivan outside, ball two, two and nothing. Now zone leads off third. Whitey's wind up. Fastball high outside, almost got away from Yogi, ball three. Three nothing. And they're going to walk Sullivan intentionally. He'd have been swinging at a three nothing pitch to pick the two up next. Second time that Ford has walked Sullivan, and third walk for Whitey Ford. Here's Billy Muffet to the shortstop his first time at bat and Johnny Blanchett as we told you sitting up here says that Muffet's not a bad hitting pitcher bat from right handed Sullivan at first Miles on at third with two out here's the stretch the throw to first and Sullivan's back all right here's the stretch by Whitey Curve is high, ball one. On deck is Willie Tasby.
Whitey in his clutch position. Pitch, curveball, outside, ball two, two and nothing. Goes back to the rosin bag, rubbing up the ball. Now he checks the sign from Yogi. Here's a stretch. Fastball fouled on the right field line, out of play. Two balls, one strike, two out, two on. Stretched by Whitey. Curve. High outside. Ball three. Three and one. Johnny James continues to heat up in the Yankee bullpen. Whitey is straddling the rubber, waiting for Haywood Sullivan to walk off a little bit. He'd be ready to throw. He's got more moves out there. All right, here's the stretch. 3-1 pitch. Strike call. 3-2. Off it taking all the way that time. So now with a 3-2 count and two outs, Haywood Sullivan will be off with the pitch. So he's got to be careful not to leave too soon. Here's the stretch. The throw to first base, Sullivan's back. He has been warned uh, about Whitey Ford's move out there. All right, again, the stretch by Whitey. The payoff pitch. A liner right at Bobby Richardson. Hit that ball right on the middle. He does whip that bat pretty well. Four Red Sox in the bottom of the fifth. No runs on one base hit. No Yankee errors. Two men left to score at the end of five full innings. The Red Sox seven. The Yankees five when we pause for station identification. 1460 on the radio dial versus quality modern WOKO. Serving Albany, Schenectady, and Troy. Scoreboard in the American League at the end of five innings. Washington won, Baltimore nothing. Kralik against Walker. Dan Dobek home in the third with nobody on. Cleveland leads Chicago one nothing at the end of an inning and a half. Perry against Wynn. They're playing a doubleheader in the Windy City. Detroit as Kansas City starts later on. Pittsburgh leads the Phillies 2 nothing at the end of five and a half. Haddock against Roberts. Cincinnati nothing. Milwaukee nothing at the end of two. Perky against Burdett. And St. Louis at Los Angeles and Chicago at San Francisco start later on. Bobby Richardson will lead off the top of the sixth inning for the Yankees. Bobby struck out and bounced to second base. 7-5 to score. The Red Sox lead. Billy Muffet on the mound. is pitch to Richardson. Low inside, ball one. James is still loosening up. Out of the bullpen. Whitey Ford is due to be the second batter this inning. Nobody's out in the on-deck circle. Ball two to another. Strike call, the fastball on the inside corner. Ken Hadley is coming out of the Yankee dugout now, swinging a couple of bats. So it looks like Ford will be out of the ballgame. Here's the pitch to Richardson at the curve, low outside, ball three, three and one. 
one test strike. Oh, three and two. Full count on Richardson, leading off here in the top of the sixth inning. Pitch, a ground ball hit to the left side, backhanded and couldn't be held by Don Borden at the base hit. Al Zone just missed getting that ball. An infield single for Bobby Richardson, second hit off Muppet, and a nice hit for the Yankees in the ball game. And Ken Hadley is coming out to bat for Whitey's four. Ted Wills and Tom Stradivan are up again, the left-hander and the right-hander for the Red Sox. Richardson hit first with nobody out. Worth holding him on. Hadley, batting 209, has four home runs and eight runs batted in. Left-hand hitter. Pitch is swung out and missed him. Outside ball one one and one. Whitey Ford worked three and two third innings. Gave up three hits. Walked three, struck out two, and allowed three runs. <laughs> Quick throw to first. Again the stretch. So look at this. The pitch is a curve low inside. Ball two, two and one. Pitch is hit high in the air to short left field. Ted Williams coming in. Moving under it. And Ted's got it. Richardson halfway down to second. Hustles back to first base. One away here's Bob Serve, who's also three. Twice bounced to third, one struck out swing. Red Sox seven and the Yankees five in the top of the sixth inning. at first with one away. Pitch to serve. It swung at a missed right one. Had a good cut at that fastball. On deck, Hector Lopez. Muppet says the fastball swung at a missed right two. to look at the ball and Larry not the plate umpire goes out to get it. <laughs> Larry looks it over, finds it okay and keeps it in play. Richardson leading off first base. Two strikes on first. Pitch is low outside, ball one. Bob almost went after a low outside curveball. One man out. Here's the strike. 
Pitch a strike three swinging. Went after a bad curveball. Didn't get it. Lopez gets his third strike out of the ball game, and it brings up Hector Lopez, who struck out, singled, and hit into a double play. position. Pitch to Lopez is hit in the ground foul outside of third. The said he didn't try for that one a little too hard. Charlie Berry, the third base umpire, has to go back to retrieve it. Here's the stretch. Lopez popped in the air. Third baseman Frank Malzone is moving under it and makes the catch in foul territory for the third out. So for the Yankees in the top of the switch, no runs, one hit, no Red Sox errors, one man left. The score at the end of five and a half innings, the Red Sox seven and the Yankees five. Well, hey, this is the Yes, sir, at Atlantic Station. Can I help you? Yes, yes, the strange noise produced from one. Why? Strike 
Eddie Lopez says that Johnny James has one of the best sliders he has ever seen any pitcher throw, including himself, and Eddie had one of the finest sliders in baseball. Here's the 1-1 one, one pitch. It's lying to left field, and that one's going to be off the wall. Man, is he hitting that ball. Sarah fields it on one hop, and this time he holds Tasby to a long single. Holy cow, is that Tasby hitting that ball. He has it four-line drive. Held to a single. And that was really a line drive because it just went about 10 feet high all the way and hit just above the scoreboard. Serve this time fielded it barehanded and a good throw to second base held fast behind. Here's Pete Runnels. Single struck out and sacrificed. On deck, Ted Williams. Four for four for Tasby. Pitch to Runnels is bunted out and fouled back strike one. Off the chest protector of plate umpire Larry Neff. McDougal is way in at third. Scarlin is holding first against Casby. Boyer and Richardson are back in double play depth. Here's the stretch. The pitch is outside. They had the pitch out on. Ronald's ready to bunt again. It's one and one. Now Pete looks down at Billy Hammond coaching at third. Billy's checking the sign from Yogi. Here's the stretch. Pitch. He swings this time and fouls it back out of play. Up on the roof. With McDougal coming in. Ronald's tried to hit one right by Gill. He can do it. He can hit the left field better than a right-hand hitter. Sounds odd, even though he is a left-hand hitter, but he hits the down this line and drives to left field. One ball, two strikes on Ronald's. 7-5, the Red Sox lead. Here's the stretch. Third is over, strike three. Pete Runnels caught looking at a call third strike. And here comes Ted Williams. Ted walked twice, he scored once, and then bounced to second base to drive in a run. He's 0 for 1. Came into the game batting 347. As he is at first base with one away. Mr. Williams, curve high outside, ball one. On deck, Vic Wirtz. Willie Fasby homed in the first inning to get the Red Sox their first run. Curve low inside, ball two. Yogi turns around and talks to Larry Knapp and shakes his head. Yogi thought that was a good pitch. Two or nothing on Williams. Well, that Williams looks big even from up here. Imagine how he looks to a pitcher out on the mound. Stretch. And the pitch on the outside corner strike one. Two and one the time. continues to hold first against Tazden. Pitch outside, ball three, and again Yogi jumps around and looks at Larry Knapp. Knapp just off home plate. 
Three and one on Williams. Here's the stretch. Mixed is over, strike two. He took a little bit off that time. Full count now. Three and two, and with Wild, I imagine Tasby will be off with the pitch. is ready for the playoff pitch. Quick throw to first. Tasby's back. Johnny almost slipped off the mound that time throwing that ball to first base. Sets again. There goes the runner. The curve is hit foul outside of first base. Tasby down to second. Goes back to first base. Three and two count on Williams. leading 7-5. Bottom of the sixth. The stretch. Pitch is low. Ball four. Williams walks for the third time in the ball game. Man, what an eye he's got. And it brings up Vic Worth, who flied to left in the first inning, then hit a bases loaded home run in the center field bleachers in the second inning. Bounced to first in the fourth. Vic with four big RBIs. He had four RBIs yesterday. That's eight in two games. A pretty good month's work for the ball players. All right, Williams at first, Tasby at second, one away. Here's the stretch by James. Pitch is hit on the ground at second, could be two. Rickerson, a boy, for one, back to first, double play. And a fast double play. The ball was hit right on the nose. For the Red Sox in the bottom of the sixth, no runs, one hit, no Yankee errors, one man left to score at the end of the sixth inning. The Red Sox 7 and the Yankees 5. On the scoreboard now, the Orioles have tied up the ball game against Washington 1-1 at the end of six and a half innings. Kralik against Walker. Dobek Holman in the third with nobody on. Cleveland leads Chicago 1-0 at the end of two and a half. Perry against Wynn. That game has been called for a few minutes because of some rain, but they're back in action again. Detroit at Kansas City. It's Larry against Daly. In the National League, the Phillies have tied up the Pirates 2-2 at the end of seven and a half innings. Haddock's against Roberts. Ed Letzio homing in the seventh with nobody on. Cincinnati nothing, Milwaukee nothing at the end of three and a half. Turkey against Verdette. And St. Louis and Los Angeles, Chicago, San Francisco have not yet started. Yogi Berra is due to be the leadoff hitter for the Yankees here in the top of the seventh inning. Yogi doubled, popped to first, and bounced to second. And here is the attendance. 28,643. 28,643. They had 32,000 the first night. 24 yesterday. That's a pretty good three-day attendance record. Not a record, but pretty happy about it. All right, the first pitch to Yogi, low outside, ball one. Yogi is outside, ball two, two and nothing. On deck, Roger Maris. Pitch to Yogi is over the outside corner for a ball strike two and one. The two-one pitch is a change up inside, ball three, three and one. 
Moffitt was not too happy with that call. The 3-1 pitch is over. Strike two. Full count on Yogi. Now the payoff pitch. Ground ball to the right side. Runnels loves it on the outfield left. Throws to where it's in time to get Yogi. He's made a nice play on that ball, going far and deep to his left. One away. Brings up Roger Maris, who struck out, reached on an error, and walked. Roger has scored twice in the ball game. One out, nobody on. Seven to five. The Red Sox are leading the Yankees. They're in the top of seven. Deck, Bill Scarlin. Maris hits the ground ball to first base. Dick works up with it. Flips to Muffet covering in time to get Maris. As Roger went after the first pitch, that's two away. And I know the Red Sox are happy to see Scarlin coming up with nobody on base. Because the Moose has two homers and a single in this ball game. He's driven in four runs. Both first basemen have driven in four runs. Works for the Red Sox and Scarlin for the Yankees. Two out and nobody on. On deck, Gil McDougal. Muppet's pitch is a changeup inside ball one. Well, Muppet's thrown everything in his repertoire against Starlin. He'd like to come up with a new pitch if he could right now. Fastball popped in the air to short right center field. Gary Geiger moving to his right, coming under it. And then backing up and making the catch going back as the wind got hold of it. So they finally get Scarin out, and for the Yankees in the top of the seventh. They get down one, two, three, nothing across. The score is in a six and a half innings. The Red Sox seven, and the Yankees five. Sometimes the way your car performs can be downright embarrassing, especially if it's been stalling frequently or idling rough or possibly doesn't have the get-up-and-go you're accustomed to. Well, your trouble could be a dirty carburetor, a condition that can affect any car, old or new. And here's... Exhaust fumes and minute particles of dirt can get by your air cleaner and build up deposits inside along the lower carburetor wall. Even a small amount of these deposits can cause the throttle plate to feed the wrong mixture of air and gasoline to your engine. Consequently, you get rough performance and actual gasoline waste. But a dirty carburetor is one embarrassment you can forget about if you use Atlantic Imperial gasoline. You see, Atlantic Imperial actually goes to work cleaning out the deposits in your carburetor as you drive. What's more, it keeps your carburetor clean, puts more pleasure back into driving. So to end stalling, rough idling, and gasoline waste due to a dirty carburetor, use Atlantic Imperial, the gasoline that cleans your carburetor and keeps it clean. It's the Geiger. It's a ball that bounces in the dirt. Ball one. On deck, Frank Malzahn. Pitch the Geiger is a curve low inside. Ball two. Two or nothing. Game 
the windup. Fastball inside. Ball three. Three nothing count on Geiger. Here's the three nothing delivery. It's low ball four. Johnny James gives up his second walk of the ball game. Here's Malzone, who lined the third, grounded out to second base, and then tripled to deep left center field. Johnny Gabler is up in the Yankee bullpen. Geiger leads off first. Scarlin holding him close. Here's the stretch. Malzone takes it low as he has squared around the bunker ball, ball one. And Malzone wants to look at that ball. Scarlin comes over to the mound to talk with Johnny James and hustles back to first base. Seventh, the Red Sox leading 7-5. Pitch to Malzone is one of that miss, strike one, one and one. I don't imagine Malzone has been called on very often to sacrifice, especially here in Fenway Park. Here's the stretch again, he squares around, takes it outside. Ball two, two and one. Now Malzone looks down at Billy Herman, hoping that the bunt time is off. Anybody with any kind of power loves to hit all the time in this park. Geiger at first base. Geiger takes a little bit of lead. Now here's the stretch. There he goes. The ball is hit on the ground. Over McDougal said that's going to be an infield single. They had no chance on that at all, as with the runner going, Malzone had a high Baltimore chop over McDougal's head. Gill was playing in. Boyer backhanded the ball. And it's an infield single. The second hit off Johnny James. Second hit for Malzone in the ball game. Now McDougal comes over to talk with James. While Gill's talking to Johnny James, let's pause for station identification. Charging in, there was nobody at third base. 
Gowan fortunately held up, not throwing the third, but he could not turn around and throw to first in time. So the bases are loaded with nobody out, and the batter is Haywood Sullivan, the catcher, who has singled and walked twice. The Red Sox leading 7-5. Nobody out, and the bases loaded. Big right-hand hitting catcher up. the windup. Pitch to Sullivan is high inside ball one. An unusual play and what a play the Moose made. Well, I said he takes a lot of chances charging in the way he does. Here's the one nothing pitch and it's fouled back in the uh, stands out of play to the right of home plate. One one. Due to be the next batter. Willie Tasby is on deck. Here's the 1 1 pitch to Sullivan. Is fouled out of play over the roof this time. One ball, two strikes. Button at first, Malzone at second, Geiger at third. Nobody out. James into the windup. Curve is in there. Strike three called. Haywood Sullivan caught looking at a third strike. Strikeout number two for Johnny James. And here comes Billy Muffet, the pitcher. Muffet bounces short and lined out to second base. Strikeout for Johnny James, but he's not out of the woods yet. Gowan is in at first, McDougal's in at third. Boyer and uh, Richardson playing halfway on the infield. The pitch is squeeze play is fouled, and boy, Muffet made a fine play there as James threw the ball high and inside. With Geiger coming in on a suicide squeeze and the other two runners breaking. Muffet kind of leaped in the air and got part of his bat on the ball to deflect it away. Otherwise, Geiger would have been a dead duck at the plate. Now Muffet steps out of the batter's box to look down at Billy Herman, coaching at third. One strike on the Red Sox pitcher. to the windup, Geiger starts, stops, the pitch is fouled back, off the screen, strike two. Nothing in two on Muffet, on deck, Willie says, Johnny James wants another baseball, gets it from Larry Knapp. up a pitch out he was not coming in yogi thought that they might put the squeeze on with a two-strike count which of course is always a possibility but nobody was breaking one ball two strikes now on muffin here's the windup 
Fisk is right three clean, went after a bad high curveball. And Johnny James gets two strikeouts and here's Willie Fazby. has homered, singled, doubled, and singled again. Three of his base hits going against the wall. The pitch to Willie. Serve in there, strike one call. He's driven in two runs, scored twice, scored three times. He has raised his batting average 11 points today from 254 where he started to 265. Base is loaded with two outs. Here's the windup. Curve is swung and a miss right through as James came in with a side-on curveball and pulled Willie Sasby, had him way out in front. And now time is called as James wants to talk with Yogi between home plate and the pitcher's box. Yogi puts his arm around James. All right, now they've got things straightened out. and two count on Fazby. Here's the windup. Curve is high ball one. One ball, two strikes. All three runners leading away. James into the windup. Curve high ball two, two and two. Yogi rubs the ball up before throwing it back again. Johnny goes to the rosin bag. Geiger at third. Malzon at second. Button at first. 2-2 two -two count on Willie Sasby. Here's the windup. Curve is high inside. Ball three, and we got a full count. And with three and two on the batter, all three runners will be going with the pitch. Pitch to Fazby. There go the runners. It's a ground ball. Base hit. Another hit for Fazby. Two runs are in. And the Red Sox lead. Nine to five as Willie Fazby gets his fifth consecutive base hit. What an afternoon for Fazby. Singles, a double and a homer for Willie Sansby. Four runs batted in and he scored three times. And he is personally taking care of the Yankees today. The Red Sox are leading. Nine to five. After James has gotten two quick strikes on Sansby through three balls. And then Willie singled in a hole between short and third. Here's Pete Runnels. He pitch to Runnels. Low outside, ball one. Pete singles, struck out twice and sacrifice. He's one for three. day for Willie Tassie, one he'll never forget. The stretch by James. The pitch is low inside, backhanded by Yogi. Ball two, two or nothing. Just when it looked like Johnny James was picking himself out of a tough jam, he had the bases loaded and nobody out, struck out the catcher and the pitcher. 
as the game throw. Boy, when you're hot, you hit anybody in any pitch. Two-nothing pitch, low ball three, three-nothing. Johnny Gabler still loosening up in the Yankee bullpen. A three-nothing pitch, strike call, three and one. And if they walk Ronald, Ted Williams will come up with the bases loaded. John Button almost scored the first base on that single by Patsy to left field. High fly to straightaway center field. Maris going back, way back, and makes the catch just in front of the flagpole, about 370 feet from home plate. So for the Red Sox, in the bottom of the seventh, two more runs on three base hits. No Yankee errors. Two men left to score at the end of seven full innings. The and the Yankees five. Right, Phil. Say, how much does it cost to clean a carburetor? Well, for regular users of New Atlantic Imperial gasoline, not a penny. That's because New Atlantic Imperial is especially designed to clean your carburetor as you drive. Yes, sir? With your very first tank full, New Atlantic Imperial starts to remove the troublesome deposits that normally collect on the carburetor walls. Make it a habit to use New Atlantic Imperial gasoline in your car. Do away with stalling, rough idling, and gasoline waste caused by a dirty carburetor. That's Atlantic Imperial. The gasoline that cleans your carburetor as you drive and keeps it clean. Top of the eighth for the Yanks, McDougal, Boyer, and Richardson. Phil? Billy Muffet out on the mound. Pitch to Gill is popped foul down the right field line. Worth chasing it. He can't get it. It goes back into the seats out of play. center field. That ball hit the pitching rubber, hit high in the air, and fielded by Willie Tasby in center field. McDougal starts things off here in the top of the eighth with a single. Art Dittmar now up in the Yankee bullpen. Gabler sits down. Cletus Boyer, who is two for three, two singles, and then slide out to deep left field, steps into the batter's box. Here's the stretch by Muffet. Pitch to Boyer is an accidental foul to the right of the plate as he tried to check his swing. Stretch and the curve is hit high in the air to left field. Ted Williams moving back on the cinder pit. Makes the catch just in front of the scoreboard. That's twice that Boyer didn't quite get all of the wood on the ball. Then Wiggins is back just in front of the fence, one away. Bobby Richardson struck out, bounced to second and singles. McDougal is first with one out. Red Sox leading 9-5 here in the top of the eighth. 
to Bobby as a curve over strike one call. And Mickey Mantle is coming out of the Yankee dugout, bringing a couple of bats. And the fans, as you can tell, are just now noticing Mantle coming on deck. Pitch to Bobby, line to left center field, a base hit. McDougal rounds second base and then holds on as Richardson gets his second base hit. And here comes Mickey Mantle. has eight doubles, five triples, 20 homers, and 45 runs batted in. Dittmar and Gable are now up in the Yankee bullpen. Ted Wills, the left-hander, is up again. And they've got a right-hander going two out there. The right-hander is up with Ted Wills, the left-hander in the Red Sox both and Runners at first and second with one out. Mickey Mantle, the batter. Pitch to Mickey. It's a strike on the outside corner. Mickey batting left-handed against the right-hander, Billy Muffin. On deck, Bob Sir. Both bullpen going full steam. The stretch. Curve is over, strike two. Nothing in two on Mickey. Two quick strikes. The pitch, knuckleball, strike three, second with two out. The Red Sox leading nine to five in the top of the eighth. The pitch to serve is fouled on the right field line strike one. Muffin. 
nothing to do with the signals as Billy took quite a bit of time reading Sullivan's sign that time. One and one to count. Richardson leads off first. McDougal off second. One one pitches. The ground ball hit to the right side. Runnels is up with it. Goes to work in time to get there. Bob broke his bat. Hit that right off the fist. For the Yankees in the top of the eighth. No runs. Two hits, no Red Sox. There is two men left to score at the end of seven and a half innings. The Red Sox nine and the Yankees five. Well, Mr. Thompson, we found the trouble. Your carburetor was dirty. Look. You mean that little bit was enough to do it? That's right. Because of the close clearance in the carburetor, just a small amount of deposit can cause a throttle plate to feed the wrong mixture of air and gasoline. So your engine stalls a lot, idles rough, and wastes gasoline. But what causes that deposit? You know I take good care of my car. It's not your fault. You see exhaust fumes and other stuff in the air get by your air cleaner and build up in your carburetor. Well, isn't there any way I can prevent these deposits? There is now. Just start using Atlantic Imperial gasoline. Atlantic Imperial? Why? Well, it's because the Atlantic Imperial they make today will actually clean out your carburetor and keep it clean while you drive. You mean I won't have to spend money to have my carburetor cleaned again? No, sir. Atlantic Imperial gasoline is all you need to keep your carburetor clean. Try it. Okay, Bill, you sold me. My next tank full is Atlantic Imperial. has come on now. He's the fourth Yankee pitcher of the afternoon. We've had Terry, Ford, and James in there. And no one has been able to stop the race completely. They scored four runs off Terry, three off Ford, and two off Johnny James. James pitched two innings, gave up four hits, walked two, struck out three, and allowed two runs. Johnny Gabler coming on is making his 18th appearance of the year. He's won three and lost three. Has a 3.98 earned run average. Johnny is 6'2", weighs just 165 pounds. Overland Park, Kansas. With Denver last year, he won 14 and lost nine. Leading off for the Red Sox, Ted Williams, who has walked three times and bounced to second base once. He's scored once and driven in a run. And this will probably be Williams' last appearance at the plate or in the ball game. They usually take him out for a pinch run-up. If he should get on and take him out for the last inning. Ted fouls the pitch. Just below a strike one. almost had a souvenir here in the radio booth. Ball low and pitched back to the screen. That's the only way you'll get Williams to move from his batting position. When the catcher throws the ball back, Ted just moves his head but keeps that back foot planted in the box. He throw at his feet and he'll get out of the way. One-on-one on the splendid splitter. Gabler into the windup. Curve is high. Ball two. Two and one.
The pitch is high ball three. Boy, this fellow's got just about the finest pair of eyes when it comes to sighting a pitch. One hundredth of an inch outside or inside or up or down. All right, here's a three-one delivery. A high pop-up to the left side. Cletus Boyer moving after it. And Boyer's got it for the out. Williams pops out to short. And Ted picks up his glove and heads for the locker room. He's through for the day. Harold Hardy will probably go to left field. Here's Vic Wirtz, who fly to left at a grand slam home run in the second inning. Bounce the first and then hit into a double play. Pitch to Vic. Strike call, a fastball about letter high. This ball game could be Wirtz and Tasby against the Yankees. Wirtz is driven in four and Tasby four. Williams has the other one. Knuckle ball, almost hit. Worth throws back to the screen, one on one. One one pitch, another knuckle on the outside corner, strike two. One ball, two strikes. Gary Geiger on deck. And it was full windup. Curve hit on the ground at second base. Richardson is up with it. Throws to Scowlin for the out and it's two away. That brings up Gary Geiger, who twice lined to center, struck out once, and walked once. He scored one run. Two out, nobody on. Third ball way outside, ball one. Nine five, the Red Sox lead in the bottom of the eighth. Another curve, this one over. One and one.
Gabler into the stretch position. Picks the mouth on his high ball one. Gabler sets again. Quick throw to first, Jackson's back. is in there for a false strike. One and one. Mm. That's three Pizans at home plate right now. Now zone there and Knapp. One ball, one strike. Two out. Here's a stretch by Gabler. Quick throw to first. Guys is back in town. Johnny takes a couple of looks over that guy's leading off. Curve is low outside. Two more. Mm. Stretch by the right hand. Quick throw to first. Guys is back. Johnny's worried about him. Now he sets again. Pitches hit on the ground up the middle. Another base hit for Malzone. Dag is going to go to third. No, he doesn't. Then he holds up. He rounded the bag as though he was going to go to third. But Maris came charging in. And Malzone gets his third consecutive base hit. First hit off Gabler. And hit number 13 for the Red Sox in the ballgame. That brings up John Budden, who has two singles. Fly to left and bounce to short. Two out, two on. Nine five, the Red Sox lead in the bottom of the eighth. Pitch to Budden as a curve high inside, ball one.
well, even though that star of yours may be performing well today, future trouble may be building up without your even knowing it. In the carburetor. You see, exhaust fumes and other air contaminants that filter through your air cleaner can form deposits on the carburetor wall. The result, loss of power, rough idling, and gasoline waste. But there's an easy way to prevent this right now. Just use Atlantic Imperial Gasoline, the gasoline that actually cleans your carburetor as you drive. So for smooth, even performance all the time, it's Atlantic Imperial, the gasoline that cleans your carburetor and keeps it clean. Top of the ninth, Lopez, Barra, and Merritt. Phil? Axel Lopez, Yogi Berra, and Roger Maris will be facing Billy Muffet in the top of the ninth inning. Axel Lopez is a strike call. Axel struck out single, hit into a double play, popped it there. Next pitch is over, strike two, two quick strikes. You hardly have time to get set in the box before Muffet is throwing that ball. Mm. Mm. Al Hardy has moved out to left field for Ted Wiggins. The curve is low, ball one.
There's a ball top foul out of play over the roof. One ball, two strikes. Nobody on. One ball, two strikes, first two. Strike three, swing. Billy Muffet takes his masterful relief ball against the Yankees, getting his sixth strikeout. And the Yankees go one, two, three in the top of the ninth, nothing of four. The Red Sox sweep the three-game series, winning his final game, nine to five. And we'll have the totals for you in just a moment. You've heard it said before, I'm sure, that the best things in life are three. The sun, the moon, the stars, love, even constructive criticism, to name a few. But what about the family car? Not free, but certainly one of life's best things. A car is a special joy, particularly when it's performing well. How about yours? Lots of little things can throw it off, you know. A weak spot plug or a dirty carburetor. Oh, yes. Just does get in your carburetor. Exhaust fumes and other air particles can escape your air cleaner and collective deposits along the carburetor wall causing an improper mixture of air and gasoline. Stalling, rough idling, and gasoline waste are common results. But this problem doesn't have to affect the performance of your car. Because today, Atlantic Imperial Gasoline actually cleans your carburetor as you drive and keeps it clean. Feel your engine should run a little smoother? Or use Atlantic Imperial Gasoline. It could be the answer. The Red Sox complete a sweep of the three-game series prior to the All-Star break. Boston, nine runs, 13 hits, and no errors. The Yankees, five runs, 11 hits, and one error. The winning pitcher, Billy Muffet, his second victory of the season against one defeat, and the loser, Ralph Carey, whose record is now four and four. Other stars in the Major League thus far this afternoon, in the first of two at Comiskey Park, the White Sox are leading Cleveland two to one at the end of five. Carey against Wynn. Washington and Baltimore, playing in the top of the ninth, are tied 1-1. Kralik, Clevenger in the eighth, and Dottie for Washington. Walker and Triandos, Courtney came on in the ninth, in the top of the ninth, for Baltimore. 1-1, Washington and Baltimore. Go back Kralik in the third for the Senators with none on. And with Kansas City batting on the bottom of the second, Hank Gary has relieved Frank Larry. The A's have scored at least two times, and are leading 2-0 as a result of Andy Carey's home run with one arm. In the National League, Pittsburgh defeated Philadelphia 6-2 this afternoon on 11 hits and no errors. The Phillies, two runs, eight hits, and three missed fields. Haddock, the winner, his sixth victory, who's been defeated four times. The loser was starter Robin Roberts, whose record is now five and eight. At Milwaukee, at the end of six, the Braves lead Cincinnati three to nothing behind Lou Burdett. Bob Frickey on the mound for Cincinnati. St. Louis at Los Angeles. Chicago at San Francisco will be starting later this afternoon. Well, that winds up another Atlantic baseball broadcast. Tune in for more baseball listening Friday night when the Yankees will be at Briggs Stadium in Detroit. Until then, this is Bill Creasy, inputting for Bob Delaney, saying that's all for now from T. Valentine & Sons, Brewers of the Crisp Refresher. Valentine Beer, the largest selling beer in the East. And the Atlantic Refining Company and your Atlantic dealers who offer your Atlantic Imperial, a gasoline that cleans your carburetor and keeps it.